are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about why smart people understand land investments, uh, business model and maybe why some uh, unsmart people don't. <laughs> unsmart. <laughs> like smart all these, less. Smart like all less. these topics, <laughs> there's something going on below the surface. Huh. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Greg wrote, I'm buying blocks of lots out west, but the acres and the dimensions on the plat map don't seem to match up with parcel fact and parlay 2.0 specifically. One dimension of the lots is 165 feet on the plat, while as best I can measure is 145 feet, according to both parcel fact and parlay 2.0. The total acres the county references seems to match the online data. Shorter dimension, lower acreage, but not on the original plat, which is more likely to be correct. That's a you all day long. You ever see the Rain Man? I have. Dustin Hoffman? Tom. And how how chronic Cruz? his OCD yeah. was. So we love Greg. And I and I I don't know Greg, but I love Greg's question here. But I'll tell you. These are satellite images that are lined up with manual GPS coordinates that are in coming from a database. Imagine a corner point, GPS coordinates in a corner point of a piece of property that's not a square, that it's all it's all kind of a polygon with 22 points. So that that data set's literally got 22 data points for each of the, not the corners, but the edges even. Multiply that times 150 million properties in the country. Then technically think about the image. This is 10 feet off for Greg. The image is coming from space. Can I add, <laughs> throw in there the curvature of the earth, yes. which is reality. Thank you. The image is coming from space and not just one satellite. Uh, very often the satellite images are overlapping each other and they're not, they're not perfect. So this question is, what, what's going on with this question is, it's not perfect and it's never gonna be perfect. If you want a perfect uh, survey, you have to order one and the guys come out with the orange coats on and, and uh, devices and they tell you exactly where your what your lot dimensions are. And even then there's a plus or minus uh, margin of error. So you can't overlay. I'm extremely confident that the parcel fact data set from which you see the data on your screen and the parlay data set are identical. How it's getting presented, you know, we, we use S-Ray. We, Joe and I own parcel fact. Parlay is another, I know those guys and they're great guys and they have a great product. They're also the the makers of LandGlide. And the products are all calling from the same data set. And while our presentations are different, the data behind them are the same. Here's a here's to my big picture point. Who cares? It's a few, it's a few feet off. You, you understand the boundaries. If you're gonna build a road, you need a survey. You're going to build a house, you need a survey. If you're going to get financing, you're going to need an uh, in-person survey. I, I'm not knocking you, Greg, at all. In fact, I bet you a dollar you're either an engineer or an accountant. I'm an accountant, so I can say this stuff. Accountants and engineers are in a different planet. 
you know, it's like the rain man. If, if the light says don't walk and you're in the middle of the street, you stop walking. But in the real world, that's a great way to die. <laughs> is this going to stop? Is this 20 that's feet going to stop you from buying this property? Do you know what's funny, though? You brought up a good point that the guy, even the guys that go out, it's, they're, they're doing the best that they can. Every, you know, everybody's doing the best that they can. You think you're, you're, um, every title policy you, you buy is perfect and foolproof no. and they didn't miss anything? They're, you haven't done enough deals. Do 10. One of them will be messed up. Not, I shouldn't say that, not 10, but stuff happens. People make mistakes. I think that's a good number. Okay. Honestly, I bet it's, you know, along the same lines of what Jill's saying, I just, I just got done researching because we're in this weird mortgage forbearance thing that more than 40% of the mortgages in this country are ca calculated incorrectly. That so breaks my heart. If you're a person who's sitting around saying, yeah. I, you know, most people are like, oh, I got six months, six months to, to pay off my mortgage. I wonder if it, I think, I wonder if you paid it off a year ago hmm. because of two decimal points on the interest oh, rate. Oh, I see what you're saying. This is tragic. That's true. Most people look at that, that schedule and they don't they double don't check, check their math. They don't check anything. They're like, it looks okay. It's, it's said a hundred and however many yeah. months, you know, many months, but however what the number is, like, I guess that's right. So... So to answer your question, Greg, which one, which one is more likely to be correct? You decide. Whichever one you pick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all, and all kidding aside, it shouldn't stop you from buying the property. True. You know, I, every, just about every single overlay that I look at, uh, regardless of the source, isn't, it's not lined up with the, mm -hmm. the actual real estate. The, what you're talking about is the boundary lines on everything, and, and it's off. We just mm -hmm. spent a fortune on some properties in California where the stuff's so far off. It makes me laugh, but I know mm -hmm. for sure the road's going through it. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Today's topic, why smart people understand land and the, uh, the land investment business and why some don't. This is the meat of the show. And it's not just the business, it's our whole model. I think this is really good. Smart people understand this. And I hate to say that if you don't, you're not smart. That's not what we're trying to say. I, I just think it's interesting that this is a tricky, for some reason it's confusing. So, and it, it, it started with me when I first tried to share with somebody else what I was doing. You, I came along with you, we united in many ways outside of business. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you pulled me in to this world and I'm like, I got this. I didn't even think twice about it. It made complete sense to me. Absolutely made sense to me. It's this, I saw buying this property, doing nothing to it, and reselling it for more as easy. I don't think it's any different than ordering products in mass amounts, you know, like say water bottles, you know, you go like the kids on the beach selling water bottles for a dollar each or wherever you are. I see it like the same thing. I bought it cheaper. I add up, add a little to it. And then here you go. I provide it as now it's way more convenient coming from me. That's kind of how I see our business model. But most people, I just think that it's, we were um, always told that from little kids on up that you have to do something to add money to it. You have to take a house, for example. You have to, if I sold a house uh, today or I bought a house today, I need to remodel the kitchen, finish the garage, stage it, whatever. All those things have to be done in order to turn a profit. And that's really not what's going on here. 
Jill and I are very, very fortunate. Uh, we timed our business and our life and uh, actually Land Academy during the period of growth in the internet where it made sense. Meaning this, people find us. You know, people go onto Google or, or wherever or listen to a podcast uh, and they either, the light bulb either goes off and they say, wow, you know, like buying and selling land makes a lot of sense to me. And they find us and then a, a very predictable percentage of those people or a number of those people actually join and, and then they're, they're in it, again, like Tiffany Carter. If you listen to her story on Monday, it's very similar to that. She tried to do it on her own, uh, didn't understand, you know, she, she had a little bit of success. Then she went onto the internet, joined some other groups, did, there's, she, there was holes. And ultimately she found us, filled the gaps, now she's making a ton of dough. And she's having fun doing it, her whole family's involved, you should listen to the interview. But so people find us and they're the right people. If you ever talk to a college professor who has ever taught in high school or anything, they'll say some version of, wow, what a refreshing change to teach college because people actually want to be here. So imagine if I got stood on a corner in uh, New York City and put a cardboard box on and said Land Academy with a bell. How many people, you know, I'd be dead in, a, in a two days. Nobody, the average person doesn't care about this. Right. My point is this, the underlying situation here is when you put a bunch of people on a city block from everywhere, all walks of life, all countries, all interests, all education levels, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. It's only a matter of time before it's what? just a disaster. Why do you say this? Because they don't they can't all agree on something? completely different interests oh, okay. and they have completely different uh, education backgrounds. And I don't mean That's formal true. education. I just mean like growing up in different places and stuff. So smart people, this, this may not be the best title for this. Smart people understand this land investment model because they innately are interested in it and find us, not we go out and find them. And they happen to be smart? Interestingly enough, that's how we buy land. Okay. We send out seven bajillion offers and they find us. They come back and find us. We send out seven bajillion signals on the internet and the small percentage of people that are interested come back and find us. It turns out those people usually are smart. The ones that we do attract and they get into it, and we talked about this yesterday, find out that there's about 20 moving parts to this, are either too lazy or it just doesn't compute, that if you deconstruct those little parts, you can be extremely successful pretty quickly and be a part, which I love, be a part of a small group of people that understand each other yeah. and can grow together. That's the best part for me. You know, we've all heard of birds of a feather. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, that, ex that then all my notes don't apply. Why? Of I course they do. <laughs> well, I was thinking of this differently. I thought that you, well, tell you know us, what love, I thought was I, your perception okay. is awesome usually. Well, uh, again, we clearly do not rehearse anything before we do these. <laughs> we each take the topic, go off for just a few minutes before each show, and come back, and here we are discussing it. So. My my thing was, I thought it was interesting. You said smart people. I thought you were going to touching on the how interesting our community is. We have such a varied group of people, but it's shocking to me how many of them come from, probably just because of the an analytic nature of what we do. There are a lot of tech people. We got people with PhDs. We got top executives from other, from past lives, you know, here in our world and it's easy it's very easy for them 
to understand this and go, oh, okay, I got this. Scrub data, on it, got it, know what I'm doing. Other, it's not that you can't do it, other, but there's some people that it takes them a minute, but they get it. And that's why we're here and we help, we'll help, we help everybody. Absolutely, Jill. I mean, I, we're very, in a different way, saying the same thing. Okay. You know, there, yeah, we have a very diverse group, which is great, but we do have one thing in common. We all want to buy and sell land and make that's some money. It. Or we want to send that's out true. letters to some type of real estate product uh, and, and make some dough on it. That's very true. You know, the same way, you know, if you imagine uh, any type of uh, worshiping environment, there, people are all there. They might be completely different and have completely different jobs in all walks of life, but they all believe in the same one thing. They're all there on Sunday. Yeah. So that's my point is it takes one or two things in common. You can come from the most diverse background on the planet. As long as you have one or two things in common, saying that's what I love about this group. I mean, we're, we're saying, hopefully they're saying the same thing, but just in a different way. Yeah. And the value is to everybody brings something different to the table. You know, was it, I don't know if it was not today, but it was this week, I think we asked her a question about um, accountability groups. One of the beauty too of getting into these smaller accountability groups that we're working on or just being in a small community is you each bring something different to the table. And as partners, we each bring something different to the table. That's it. That's right. A, that's something to think about right. too. So I'm sure there's a learning how to paint watercolors version of land Academy out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to seek that out and I'm not going to be part of that group, but I love those watercolors people. Mm -hmm. No, you're part of the, how to take apart your VW engine group. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. And <laughs> I'm a part shucks. What am I a part of I'm trying to think here right now? It's throwing a, Throwing a, a chick party one-on-one group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not one-on-one, sweetheart. Oh, okay. This right. is like 808. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a bash for all your friends. This is what happened. Jill, during the COVID, Jill's girlfriends, this yeah. large group of women in our little beach community, it's getting larger now, the group. Decide, one person decided just a woman, girls only, women only party. And it's like six parties ago. So yeah. every, it just keeps going from house to house every other weekend now. This weekend is our is our house. It's not ours. It's Jill's. I have to go get a hotel. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. You won't be here. It's only <laughs> girls. That's true. <laughs> exactly. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors. That's us. For investors like you. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please get on over to our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. And your comments and suggestions help us to create the type of content you're here for. Hitting the like button on your, on your favorite episodes helps us to support our uh, channel's algorithm, engage your interests in future shows. We are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. We hope you find our content valuable and we appreciate your support. If you have not already, please check out our channel and hit the subscribe button. And your comments and suggestions help us uh, to create the content you're here for. Hitting the like button helps to support our channel's algorithm and gauge your interest for future shows.